Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash, and this is the weekend edition where we do neat and wonderful stuff, and this is a great episode. We are here in Belize, and I'm here with the host of the Real Estate Guys radio show, Robert Helms. Welcome to the show. Hey, Victor. Thanks for having me back. You know, we're taking a little bit of a walking tour here at Mahogany Bay Village. Um, I'm just so appreciative of everything you've accomplished here over the last couple of years. What's so impressive is that you've really built an entire village here, complete with multiple different types of buildings. It's it's architecturally distinctive, and yet it fits with the Belizean culture. Tell us, what has been the biggest surprise here as now that you're starting to get occupancy? What, what's been the biggest surprise? Sure. So we're five years out of the ground. You know, folks who listen to our radio show probably don't know that what we do in our real life is develop real estate, but uh, we don't talk about it much on the radio. But um, this project broke ground in June of 2013. Mm-hmm. And uh, today uh, we are open as a Curio Hotel by Hilton. Uh, so just about eight months of operation. The biggest surprise is something that flies in the face of the market. Having studied this market now for nearly 15 years, on the island of Ambergris Key, which is the top tourist destination, if we look at the properties here, usually the more bedrooms, the lower the occupancy. Right. So usually studios, hotel rooms, one bedrooms rent more often than the two and three bedroom units. We've had exactly the opposite experience. What's rented the most here has been the townhouses, which are two and three bedrooms, and what we call our family cottage, which is two and a half bedrooms. Two bedrooms with king beds and then a little bunk room that has two built-in bunk beds. And uh, that's been the product that has been the most uh, occupied. You know, one of the things that I've seen in other markets, for example, even in cities like Toronto, if you look at some of the Airbnb product and the luxury homes that people have put into Airbnb are doing amazingly well. So it's kind of an interesting experience that we're seeing in other markets as well. That it's not a huge market, but for those people that want it, they really demand it. It's quite interesting. The market of Belize is not a uh, bargain uh, basement, a spring break kind of market. The flights aren't cheap. It's not that kind of a market. And I think what happens if someone's going to spend the money to come here, they're going to indulge, right? What Faith Popcorn would call the small indulgences. We'll get a little nicer unit. We'll spend a little more money because we're going to create these amazing memories here. And we're going to be out on the water for the day. And we're going to go zip lining in the mainland for a day. And then we want to have a place we can hang out that's you know a little nicer. So um, it surprised us, but it's a good surprise. Uh, happy to see that uh, people are in the bigger units. And what happens is we're seeing more families and more um, multi-generational travelers. There's a, a family on campus right now, and it's the parents' 50th wedding out anniversary, two of their kids here and a bunch of their grandkids, and they're staying in a bunch of these units. Let's take a little bit of a walk and take a look at some buildings. So Robert, we've just gone into one of the newly constructed buildings on the property. Why don't you take us through what we're about to see here? All right, so um, this is the three-bedroom, two-and-a-half bathroom townhouse. We also have a two-bedroom, two-and-a-half bathroom townhouse. This one is 24 feet wide. The other one's 18 feet wide. This is approximately 2,400 square feet. When we say square feet in Belize, we're talking about all of the space, porches, balconies, everything, because we live throughout the house. In the U.S., do we count porches and garages and balconies and square footage? No, but we do in Belize, at least in San Pedro. So uh, just to compare apples to apples, when you're looking at a, a unit here, you're gonna, the square footage is going to include everything. So uh, nice tall ceilings. Uh, this is a really interesting feat of engineering in that it's a common wall property, so we have a neighbor to, next to us. But the way it's designed is that each of these units has a lower screened porch and a lower unscreed porch. About half the time of the year we have bugs and half the time we don't. So in this unit, the screen porch is in the front. In the unit next door, the screen porch is in the back. In this unit, the master's in the front. 
in the unit next door the masters in the back in this unit the kitchens in the back and that one the kitchens in the front and the idea is that you come home at cocktail hour you're going to be in one area and your neighbor's going to be in the other side of the house so you don't really know where your neighbor's going to be but it's been designed so that you have as little interaction from a noise perspective with your neighbor now having said that there's concrete between these two walls which helps in keeping the noise down but also fire danger and all that we're built out of wood but very sensitive to fire so our entire team's been trained on what to do in a fire and the great news is we have very easy access to water <laughs> where we are so we have what essentially are like sump pumps that are every few lots where the team can quickly mobilize if they have to and we do drills and all that stuff and we've never had a fire nor are we going to have a fire but you know how that is when you build your houses out of wood so um, take a look upstairs upstairs you'll see it has a master bedroom the master bedroom in both of the townhouse models has a sun porch a screened-in porch with its own air conditioning uh, reading room or whatever right we're staying in a two-bedroom townhouse and um, Ryland stays in the porch next to us so because um, we have more of us than we have rooms. Well Robert we're here at Mahogany Bay Village a Hilton Curio Collection Hotel and the other side of the property is the Coastal Living Village which doesn't seem to get quite as much press quite as much attention. Talk to us a little bit about the Coastal Living part of the project. This project is a big part of our positioning with Coastal Living Magazine. So Coastal Living has what they call their Coastal Living Designers. And those, they aren't hired by Coastal Living, they don't work for Coastal Living, but they're kind of officially sanctioned by Coastal Living. Same thing for House Beautiful or for Architectural Digest. And so a, a designer can affiliate with a magazine and that will get them things like photo spreads and they do contrib uh, contribution to design and stuff. And so they've been after a designer for more than 10 years. Her name is Amanda Lindroth. Amanda is the designer that did the interior of the Great House. So Amanda's an amazing architect and interior designer from the Bahamas and uh, met her through our architects. And so kind of weird to think that our architects would introduce us to a competing designer, but still, um, when Julia saw what we were doing for the Great House, she said, you know, I could do it, but I think you want Amanda. She would really be great. So Amanda came, she saw what we were doing, and her inspiration for the Great House was London's Gentleman Club meets out of Africa in the Caribbean. So when you walk into our Great House, London Gentleman's Club meets out of Africa in the Caribbean. That was her inspiration. And it kind of looks like that. So. Coastal Living Magazine said, you have Amanda Lindroth. We've been trying to get Amanda Lindroth for years. Do you think there's any way that when you do your single family house, Amanda would do the interiors? And so Beth picked up the phone and called Amanda and said, hey, we got a house, you want to do the interiors? She's like, sure, it's gonna be in Coastal Living Magazine. Is that okay? That'd be great. She didn't have any aversion to working with Coastal Living Magazine. She just never really had the opportunity. Although they had reached out, you know, she's busy, we're all busy. So. The, the thing the editor talks about is, you know, we tried for, I think it was more like six years, but we tried for 10 years to get her and one phone call from you guys and we got her. Well, that's because it's a relationship business. So this house looks very different inside because it was designed by Amanda, not by Julia. Julia has designed the interiors of all the other units. She's very much about how it feels when you're barefoot and she does a lot of white on white. She also designed the Roman bean, which is the yin and yang of white on white. It's completely different, but it's her sensibility. Julia was the set director for the Today Show for a lot of years. She's done movie sets. She's an amazing gal. And she has a certain look and feel. This is Julia's furniture. This she calls the O chair. We sold a lot of these chairs outside of uh, Mahogany Bay Village. I'm really not sure why, but they like this chair. Um, but Amanda came and with her one right-hand person, her upholsterer, 
That's what the guy does. Just does all the upholstery and did all the everything in there uh, and created this. And that's the spread that's in Coastal Living Magazine. So this house is um, got a lot more options than there's no options in the Hilton. You buy a Hilton room, you don't get to change anything. It's exactly, every room's exactly the same. But over here, if you're gonna live in the house, you can do whatever you want to it. If you're gonna rent it in the rental program, then you need to buy the furniture package for the rental program. But for a single family house, like this one or the big one that is under construction now, there's a little more latitude. You can add, if you choose to, a garage for your golf cart. You can add a swimming pool. This swimming pool, we're gonna walk out to the back and you'll see this swimming pool's five feet deep and it's a lap pool. Next door, is just a typical rectangular pool. So that house, the option to have a pool with a deck and so forth, um, beautiful pool. Before we had our bay club and we stayed here, we would come swim in this pool. And then next door is even a smaller little plunge pool. We don't, that building, that one's not finished yet, but we maybe can poke our head in there. That'll be the uh, next model to be finished. Um, by the way, all of our model homes are, are sold and owned. So we don't build anything. We don't build it and sell it. We sell it and then build it. Right there is where the Sports Illustrated photographer was, taking uh, some pictures over here and then some up in the, in the top. So kind of a cool pool. The, the pool and the deck is an option, though. You can just do... So, so these houses have some flexibility in what you do. This house also has a um, boat slip. Both of these lots have a boat slip, so together it's a double-wide boat slip. But uh, you can have a boat here, you can have jet skis here, or you can just have a boat slip so when you want your dive captain to come over, he picks you up right behind your unit. Kind of cool. This is um, a two bedroom, three bedroom, or four bedroom house, depending on how you design it. The master is here, it's got an in-suite. On the front is a guest bedroom with an in-suite. It's also accessible Jack and Jill style through a hallway. That allows you to get out to this uh, porch. This side of the porch has been recaptured in 100% glass louvers, and that is your office slash den directly off your master. Very cool room. Russ was sitting in that room going, this is the one I want. I'm like, pick whatever one you want, dude. Just pick, this is a great one. Uh, and then on the other side, we've recaptured a bedroom off of the other bedroom. Now you can access it to the hallway or you can access it from the bedroom. It's two twin beds. So imagine you got kids. You've got your bedroom and your king bed right next to a room that has a sliding door that your kids are sleeping in. So it's set up to have flexibility, but those are options on the house. You, this house next door can be three bedrooms, four bedrooms, or five bedrooms, depending on how much of the porches you want to capture. Fabulous. You know, as a developer, one of the things that I notice when I come to this property right away is, you know, we're building a couple of feet above sea level, and I know how challenging that is, anchoring a property onto something that is somewhat of a fluid more than a solid. How do you do that? Yeah, it's funny, you know, when you look at the property, it's actually not built on the ground. People look at it and it's like, well, gosh, it's about 60 inches above the, the water table, but um, really everything goes down to bedrock. And so when we start the project and we do the pilings, the pilings are the same length, but when you put them in the ground, they're no longer the same length. You look and they're all different because it's mirroring the topography. So they go all the way down to bedrock and then we laser side them and, and cut the pilings. There are, um, I can think of a couple of projects that I can almost see from here where they've just, the builders just put in a bunch of eight foot pilings and they don't go down to anything but dirt and sand. So um, it, it does take a little bit of, uh, you know, understanding and soils engineering and that kind of stuff. Anytime you're going to be near the water or the beach or any of that, but uh, it's worth it to have this kind of a landscape. Well, yeah, and it's certainly having the engineering is the key to making a project like this work. I know you brought in a great team from the U.S. Uh, to do a lot, lot of the architecture work. Some very notable names, uh, names, you know, really big brands in both architecture 
and interior design. Uh, so kudos to you for having done that. It's a spectacular project. And, uh, uh, you know, the occupancy numbers I heard earlier today, we're not going to say them on the air, but uh, very impressive in terms of what you've accomplished. So uh, congratulations. Thank you, sir. And uh, thanks for coming down to Belize. Oh, thank you. That wraps up another weekend episode for the Real Estate Espresso podcast. In the meantime, have a great rest of your day. Make some great things happen and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.